watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, I'm Jory. There's no other ones. I watched One Piece recently for the first time of these episodes, that is. Not watching ever. One Piece just for the first time ever. We've actually recorded every single episode in one day. and Yeah, in reverse you- order. <laughs> I think 591's a clean entry point. Got a new opening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this in the middle Joe. of an arc? This Hello. is Joe. Hi. Hi, we're actually rebranding. This is now the Cool Brothers Podcast. Um, <laughs> sponsored by Yeti Microphones. <laughs> no, but I'm excited to talk about these tall, fucked up men in a little bit that I had completely forgotten about. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, there's a lot of fun, stupid shit that happens in this chunk. We're continuing Punk Hazard, everybody. Welcome back to We Are, watching Punk Hazard. A show that exclusively talks about this one arc, which is strange, but filled with hot people. Uh, we're talking about 591 through 599. Uh, people who pay attention to numbers, which is none of our listeners, will notice that we skipped 590. Because that is the DBZ crossover I still have not found. <laughs> I will find it. We will watch it. I was hoping the recap would show it, but it didn't even. I didn't even see it in the recap. No, that'd be funny. Woofy coming in fresh off of teaming up with Goku and Toriko. Uh, now has to return to Park Hazard right back where we left off. <laughs> but we have a new opening. As soon as I heard the first few beats, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. But like, if you had asked me like a week ago what the next opening was, I would have had no fucking clue. Um, it's called Hands Up. It is very cute, despite the arc it's in, which is very dour um, in a lot of ways. I don't, I, I don't know. That's my thing about Caesar is does a lot of fucked up shit. Very funny, man. But Hands Up is, like, cute in a way. Mm. It's a nice song. You, you see a lot of new faces from this arc specifically. Um, notably one that we still have not seen, uh, which is, you might notice in a shot of all the kids that there's like a, like a tiny dragon in that shot. Mm. (laughs) I haven't seen him yet. Whoever the fuck that is. But we see a man with a stake on his face who we will meet today. And we see Doflamingo. Can't imagine why he's here. And, uh, there's a big slime axolotl, which, uh, he's a big friend. He sure is. I wonder what his deal is. Was not the, the, the slime was not the direction I thought they would go with slime, but that's because I, I have a bad brain. Well, I think they gesture towards what... Brooke talks about his favorite dojin for a little bit. <laughs> um, we'll get to that scene. But uh, there's also a really big focus in this opening on a scene with uh, Law on a cliff with Luffy and Frankie. I don't think that's an important moment at all uh that doesn't set a million things into motion whatsoever <laughs> is a long part of the opening though then uh the, i think my favorite part of the opening is near the, the the back third there's a lot of like just manga spreads animated in like ridiculous detail i'm always a sucker for that shit even though it because it is so adhering to the manga style it is incongruent with the rest of the opening yeah like oh that all these proportions of these characters are like slightly off they're great. They look great. I love seeing them build a Lego house. Yeah, I like the Lego world that they were in. That was fun. I think that's the best part of o- o- openings is when they're just like, what the fuck do we do? Let's just do like the the like cover pages and stuff. Yeah, I, do, I like whatever they're just like cool shit. I just want to see them. Yeah, like show me Robin watering the plants. 
remind me of the the joy that can happen when we're not locked into a plot with uh, experimenting on children. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, hands up, good opening, big fan. We left off in a cave, a, a cave that is like the ruins of a laboratory that Vegapunk used to have here, one of the ones that blew up uh, with the straw hats. And uh, Brownbeard was telling us about all the great noble things that his master did, Caesar Clown, Chopper and Frankie, and whatever bodies they're in, are just crying about how much they love the master. What a great guy who could never do them any wrong. The Frankie, who is in Chopper's body, gets so excited about it that he accidentally uses guard point and like blows up into a big puffball. And then he becomes a toy for children. That's great. And then, uh, who is it? Sanji. I think Sanji and Nami's body uh, notices that the samurai left. Just conveniently in between episodes, while they were off with Goku, <laughs> he just was like, I gotta go. <laughs> so, uh, he's gone um, looking for his torso. Brooke says that he said where it was near the lake. And Sanji feels responsible for him, so he goes off to uh, look for it with Brooke. They start talking about the horny shit that Sanji was talking about before because he's in Nami's body uh, with that whole weird gender situation. And Nami sends Zoro to go with them because if he's there, it <laughs> they, they won't be, be gross. Yeah. It's, it, it, which I like to think of it's because he's the least horny man alive. <laughs> There's the, I think she says, like, they'll just be fighting the whole time, which is fun. But no, it's it's because he's, like, certified no fap. <laughs> she just think I don't think Zoro, he's like, what is fap? That is, that's Zoro. I don't think he like, knows what, he doesn't know what horny is. Is that a it's type like, of drink I haven't heard of? It's like, uh, what, when Goku in the original Dragon Ball, uh, he, his wedding gets arranged he's like he agrees to marry chi chi and he's like oh i thought you were talking about a really good food <laughs> so mm. that's why i agreed that's what that's what zoro is is like is it a beer is it <laughs> I, there's only two jugs i want in my hands <laughs> oh well um thank you everybody for <laughs> listening to our podcast we get progressively uh, worse each episode <laughs> uh-huh that one was good i stand by that one Oh, it was good. Anyways, uh, they go off together as a trio of idiots. Nami and Chopper, Chopper being in Sanji's body, uh, they are researching the the kid's illness. Nami just kind of helping. I think she's like, can I do something? I feel bad. And I think Chopper's like, yeah, collect sweat. <laughs> um, very important scene. Frankie is a very crude dude. <laughs> Inside of Chopper's body, I love the way that the faces change to reflect the personalities in them. Yeah. Especially Kung Fu Point Chopper with <laughs> Frankie's eyes and bullshit coming out of it. And Robin is so mad about Just, it. Don't ever talk. Don't ruin how cute Chopper is. Don't you ever speak again. Uh, there's so many bits of her. I love Robin in this arc. She's she's funny and great. <laughs> And now that all that, uh, all that good stuff is out of the way, time for things to get very bad. <laughs> one of the kids are playing. I think we get like a point of view of, of one of them. And uh, hmm, he starts to get really upset. There's like flashes on the screen of like a piece of candy. I'll just, I'll just cut to the chase and say this kid's having a withdrawal attack. 
because the candies are drugs. Uh, but it takes the majority of this episode for them to like come to that conclusion. Chopper, running his science, comes across something that's clearly bad because the the goo in the vial is mean or something. Um, he's 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 distressed about whatever he's looking at, and uh, more and more kids start to you know start being in pain. Somebody, I think it's Frankie who points out that it's mainly the the giant, the the bigger ones. Although eventually they all end up like this. It's just the bigger you are, the sooner it starts. Um, you can probably connect that dot. I I want to know what was going on with Oda at this time, where he's like, I gotta do two arcs that show drugs Back are bad. I don't know. I guess like two year <laughs> time skip. You gotta start tackling big themes or something. because uh, you you do make a good point. I mean, Luffy killed God in Skypea. That's no big <laughs> That's deal. That's true. Is is Crocodile the only like government shit? Like I don't know. There's a lot of like serious stuff, but you're but there is something interesting about post time skip two arcs in a row that deal with drugs, and one of them also has racism as bad in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting. Uh, we can hold on to that thread for. A while. I think Oda <laughs> might just be, like, trying to characterize, like, what's the worst things? Like, mm. the new world is worse. What are the, what are things that you, you know, like, I haven't touched on that are worse than uh, evil governments? Uh, oh, I don't know. Manipulating children as test experiments to try and make giant soldiers? Uh-uh. I, That's pretty bad. I, I like, uh, see, I, I'm very dumb, and my, my, my brain immediately went to outside of the... Gr- Outside of uh, the New World, there's just regular racism, but the New World has, like, extreme, like, super evil racism. Like, it's just, it's super racism out there. Mm-hmm. What happens? Oh, so Chopper asks, hey, you know, all of you are starting to get in pain around the same time. What do you normally do this time of day? Uh, and they get candy. They get candy from their big buddy, the Master, and it's a... F- Fizzy candy that smoke comes out of. <laughs> Not ominous Sounds... at all. No. And he, uh, there's like a great shot. I always notice shit like that, like this, where there's like a shot where Chop, I mean, Chopper and Sanji's body is like in the forefront and like behind him is the kids in pain, but they're drawn with like these like sharp red outlines. Yeah. And I just always notice whenever shit plays with outlines or whatever, get hosted to direct another one of your movies, please. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he wants to, but <laughs> I just want One Piece movies to have like good animation directors. Miyazaki One Piece movie, never. I mean, they would get <laughs> they would they would accidentally book like Goro Miyazaki. <laughs> um, although that might finally be the chance for him to make something good. I think he has a good movie in him. He just hasn't He's made it. He's gotta. He's just got to do it under a pseudonym, and he'll probably review better. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But, like, uh, my whole thing with him is, like, he's, like a lot of famous children, he's definitely only in the industry because it's the only way he can, like, have a relationship with his famous dad. And his dad just does not like any of the shit he does, but he still gets to make Ghibli movies. And, like, I think one of these days he's going to have to unpack that in a film. Mm. I just don't know if it happens while his dad's alive, and I don't really want to wish <laughs> that Fair. to come soon. <laughs> um, but anyways, back to this. Uh, I would actually kind of, I would love to see, like, I, I, w- I want a One Piece movie to do something unexpected. So yeah, give me a Koro Miyazaki <laughs> One Piece movie. <laughs> um, take a risk, do something different. I don't care if it's 
you know, if it's bad, whatever, I, I'll take it's it. Not the, last, <laughs> the last one was bad. <laughs> I hate Stampede. Anyways, great shot with the red outlines. Chopper starts to yell at Brownbeard because he's like, hey, the master you said was so good, he's here drugging kids. The he's thing that I found, <laughs> he's bad actually. I couldn't have guessed. I can't believe it. The thing that Chopper found was uh, NHC10 is what he calls it. It's a drug. It's highly addictive. Uh, there's a great shot of him like holding up the vial and like it pans around the room and like looking at all the kids. But like through the vial only is like uh, you see like just an outline and it's all like red and dark. That was like spooky red eyes. And it's just a good shot. And then Luffy not really understanding is like, y'all want candy? I can go get you candy. Like he's just concerned about these kids are in pain. Chopper's like, no, they can't have any more. It's bad. <laughs> um, it gets worse every time you take it. And uh, at this point, the kids are like, wait, you said you were going to do it? And Luffy's like, well, no, Chopper says, no, I can't. And they're like, why'd you lie to me? And they start swinging their giant baby fists. And uh, they fuck Luffy up. Um, I think this is when the eye catches. But when we come back, uh, we reveal the very tragic thing that you might have already started to guess. Uh, which is they all started as normal kid size. And <laughs> that's what the, the candy has been, been doing. Um, the kids all, you know, their point of view is they were just diagnosed with this thing that they're growing uh, and the candy is part of, like, you know, their treatment to get better. But no, the candy is just their, the drug testing and, and making them get bigger. And it's very addictive. Um, fucked up, if I do say so myself. That is fucked up. Surely the master is someone instead of Caesar Clown. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> what's interesting to me about Caesar, there's a lot of things that are interesting to me about him. Especially, again, we'll talk about it more, like, post this arc. But, like, the way that, like, it, the brown beard's, like, all these things that are objectively good that he did, but, like, two very bad ends is, the, is how it kind of, like, stacks on itself. It's like, yeah, he helped people who couldn't walk because he needed test subjects and uh, people to do work <laughs> for him. But there's always, like, that thing in the back of his, like, yeah, he could do good. He's a really <laughs> great scientist. He just <laughs> wants to do bad. I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn kids into giants. <laughs> Which we eventually get to uh, the suggestion. I don't know if it's this episode or the next one. Uh, that's something that Vegapunk has been working on with the government. And Caesar probably just wants to beat him to that punch. Uh, which is interesting because he was working with Vegapunk four, yeah, four years ago. Um, we'll talk more about their relationship later. But uh, Usopp shows up. Um, I mean, he's been here the whole time. But he steps into frame and <laughs> uses his special sleep star to put the kids to, to sleep. And, uh, yeah, so they want the, the group, the Straw Hats, are like, we should do something, right? Like, we want to help these kids. Uh, and Luffy's like, okay, I'm going to go see this master and get this shit fucking sorted out. Uh, Chopper stays behind because he would beat the shit out of the master if he saw him. <laughs> Fair. And uh, they end up uh, tying up the bigger kids so they do not do more damage when they wake up. Sad, but fair. Yeah. And also, they mention, hey, we should probably get a hold of... Trafalgar Law because we're all swapped in bodies still and Luffy's like nah I think this is fine as is why would we want to change this this is great uh, nobody agrees with him um, I, I, think, I think they should stay how they are forever yeah you think this is you think, you think Sanji in Nami's body is the direction to go 
Yeah, if no, mostly I think they should just rearrange everyone, except uh, somehow they should just keep uh, Frankie in uh, Chopper's body, so Robin can just bully him the entire time. That would be that'd be pretty good. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I don't know what happens to Chopper's consciousness. I don't know if he becomes like a silent passenger. He's in Frankie. Oh, you just want him to stay in Frankie? Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. I think that would be good because then Frankie could rebuild his previous body into a way where it transforms the way Chopper is used to. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a fanfic in there. <laughs> Any, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure this arc and the body swapping stuff has led to way too many fanfics. I, I'm I'm sure there's been some stuff where people are working out some stuff they don't realize where they're like, oh, I want what if they similar to like um like the the, the hormone fruit mm-hmm. transforming people, making people work out some things they're not even Absolutely. sure about. I'm sure a similar thing is, oh, but if if they put put uh Sanji's consciousness into Nami, it's less weird for me to ship them together with Zoro. Oh hell mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or some yeah. There's there, I've seen a lot of Domino memes lately that are like I I just you know I just want to look at the women in the RPGs. That's why I picked them. And then the final one is just oh, um. And that's you know obviously that's not unilateral experience. Uh, but it was for me and a lot of people. You know, very recently I I've just been thinking why would I play as a man if I have the choice if I have the choice otherwise yeah. to play as a woman. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I I did see something recently that like was like oh that's that's just what I do without like a dysphoria attached to it like I'm sure it is for some people but there's mm-hmm. a author of some manga who like he drew it it the manga doesn't have like overt like trans narrative but it can be interpreted and he's just saying no I don't draw the girl as like a girl I would like to date or something. It's like what I would like to look like as if I were a girl. Like, yeah, that's that's what I do if I make a girl character. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. not being like gross and horny. I'm just like, this would be nice to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's gender. It's not always gender, but yeah. also, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a whole fucking spectrum. This isn't a, a podcast. About gender. <laughs> no, <laughs> this should not. I be used to be one. on one, but uh, yeah, no, I'm sure that like being like, man, I wish I was just body swapped in the Nami. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's gotta be like an isekai novel that's basically yamcha right i woke up as yamcha the thing of i woke up as yamcha is really is really interesting um i have not read it but i'm pretty sure he as it was yamcha, officially licensed right yeah it's uh it's in uh the jump app i think i should read oh, it fuck yeah i have seen a panel though where he like he's talking to another dragon ball character who reveals that the same thing happened to them so they just woke up as the dragon ball character which I, and cool. apparently it's supposed to be like actually like a, a cool touching moment for that which I, I i've been meaning to read that manga but i don't know i i have 72 million other things i also want to do that i don't do mm-hmm. so. <laughs> oh i can relate to that i feel like every time we do one of these episodes i get we take you know it's two weeks i feel like there's some new thing where i'm like oh now this like i started ultra q or i started devil may cry 5 or getting really into rock band drums it's always something devil may cry 5 is awesome good game (laughs) great did you finish it we're way off track but not yet i i I play like a chapter maybe two like a night okay yeah that's a good way to do it don't you like that Chris Angel's in the game? Yeah, no, I like <laughs> I like all of these emo idiots. It's great. I think I think I'm gonna end up going all in on Devil May Cry as a franchise uh, by the end of this year. Anyways, um, 
speaking of, we were at one point speaking of Sanji and Nami's body, the Snow Squad, as I have dubbed them in my notes, Zoro, Sanji, Nami, and Brooke. I st- this I, this arc has so many like what if plot lines, which is so bad for us specifically. I would have loved to see Brooke in somebody's body and be like, "This is what flesh is like, huh?" I forgot. <laughs> that would have been good. Ah, uh, you know what? Make it even better. He would go to make a skull joke and then be like, "Oh wait, I do have eyes." I actually do. Yeah. And he'd start. He'd go into like some kind of imposter syndrome thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh There's no, my entire identity's erupting a skeleton. What do I do now? <laughs> what do I do? Uh yeah, this arc has so many things going on. There's not room for like more body swapping than already happens. But there's a lot of really cool stuff that could come out of it. Another one, I have another thought that I will save for later. But these three, they find a giant, a really fucking big footprint uh in the snow, and they're like, that's bad. And we <laughs> cut away. To Caesar, toying around with Smoker's heart. Do you remember that he had that? Law gave him Smoker's heart as a gift. Yep. I don't remember much of this conversation, but Caesar says that he sent uh, some some Snow Mountain killers after them. They are the Yeti Cool Brothers. Yeah, the Cool Brothers. The the Cool. There's two big Yeti boys. They like being cool. (laughs) I feel like this whole bit, is spurned out of the Speedwagon Withdraws Cooley meme. <laughs> this really just feels like that taken to an extreme end point. It's really good. At least in dialogue. Is it, What's the other one? Oh, yeah. Speedwagon Serenely Skedaddles is my favorite variant <laughs> on that. Um, anyways, we cut to all three of the uh, Snow Squad people just knocked out in the snow. I guess they're dead now. That's what they say, the Cool Brothers. We don't see their faces, ever. Um, but they have, like... It looks like they're wearing straw hats, but that's also in shadow, which is weird. They does just, Maybe that's the shape of their yeah, fucked-up heads. That's a... That's very... That's a very fun thing that they're... I just kept noticing. It's like, he has a straw hat. What is going on? <laughs> is this just big Luffy? Is this bigger Luffy? What's up with these big hats? <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Um, but they say that they killed these three people in a cool way, and the episode ends. <laughs> well, can't believe they're dead. Yeah, I guess, pff, bummer. I guess uh, Nami's never getting her body back. What happens no. if you swap with a dead body? I gotta know. I mean, Can I guess you that's live Brooke. forever? If, if someone goes into Brooke's body, where, what's the, where did the fruit power go? Um, God. This is, this is getting way ahead, but I think because... Actually, it, would, it wouldn't leave the body because Chopper's still, um, uh, his I'll hold deal. Never mind. Go on. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. I think Brooke is a, is what they could talk about for forever because this is such an interesting, like, confusing case that it's hard yeah. to say. And this is way ahead, but they did show that like you can still use hockey and stuff. What do you change consciousness and bodies? Like, it's not like a body training thing. It's connected yeah. to like your consciousness, which uh, I kind of makes sense. A little bit with how I interpret hockey to be versus a devil fruit, which is specifically like physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there's with sometimes, Brooke, like I don't know. Uh, yeah, Brooke is a whole who we can't. Uh, but sometimes hockey feels like also a physical thing you train, but it is like kind of in like it is like almost spiritual. It is like above all of the other things they have trained thus far. I wish. At the top of the new world, or maybe in the time skip or something, I wish there was some more time spent developing hockey. Like, because of the timing 
it doesn't really happen that naturally. It kind of just like sh- you jump to the newer world and they're all good at it. And we don't really spend a lot of time with it developing. No spoilers. I think Wano is doing a lot of great job of that. Maybe a little late, but I'm really enjoying what Wano's doing with hockey. We'll get there in a calendar year plus like 18 months if you keep us above $100 on Patreon. Uh, 592. Team Luffy sets off to go after the master. Caesar Clown. They don't know his name yet. But Luffy, Robin, Frankie in Chopper's body, and Usopp go out. Uh, Nami and Chopper stay behind to stare at the kids, sadly, I guess. <laughs> uh, so the Cool Brothers report back to Caesar, coolly, uh, and say that uh, they killed three people. And Caesar's like, oh, that's so cool. And Monet is, you know, Monet is in the room also with Caesar in law. They're like chilling out on these couches. It's a great little lounge area. Monet is like, so what's up with you and you and Straw Hat though? Like you helped him. I mean, you you've met with him twice. You helped him in, at Marineford. You didn't like ask him to come here, right? And Caesar pulls out a gun and is like, "Tell me if you told him to come here." <laughs> Caesar, a man that we know can make shit explode by the end of this chunk, pulls out a gun. And no, Laws like I didn't know that any of them were here until I saw them in the middle of dealing with Smoker. Law is like, hey, it would be bad news if people found out I was here. And uh, we get a flashback to when he came here. It's vague. We just <laughs> He just kind of says he's interested in marine activity. He's like, look, I know that there's been marine activity here for like six years. Let me wander around and do my own little shit. I won't bother you. You don't bother me. Don't tell Joker. We'll be great. Uh, noticeably in that flashback, Monet was not a bird. <laughs> She's just a person. I don't know how long Law's been here. I don't know if they put a a number of months or anything on it, but uh, in return, Law treats these paralyzed patients and, yeah, gives them the new new legs that we've seen many a a centaur with. Uh, Back in the present, Caesar's like, yeah, you make a great case. You probably didn't invite Straw Hat here. Puts away his gun. (laughs) Law, having seen the kids now in the last time when they ran outside, ran back in, he asks Caesar, like, what's up with the kids? And Caesar's like, oh, yeah, they're test subjects. Uh, they won't be gone for long because any minute now they're going to start suffering extreme pain because I got them addicted to a drug. And he laughs about it because he's a, a sicko. He is the Joker, actually. He, he is. I mean, he is a clown. Uh, do you, I, I joked about him subtly when we did Strong World because I was like, a scientist clown? Ha! What a bit. Uh, and yeah, here we go. Caesar clown. Uh, <laughs> fucked up evil scientist who wants to watch the world burn. But out of like this idea of how like I want to test myself to see how big of a fire I can make out of it, which is interesting, at least. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like him as a villain. I think he's a, a good villain. Oh, yeah. There's a specific point where I was like, this guy's... Uh, already a bad guy and then something happened and I was like oh he's an ultra bad guy yeah it's it's interesting how he ends up fitting into the the grand scheme of things which we'll talk about for the next calendar fucking year of the podcast <laughs> but yeah as far as just this arc is concerned great bad guy he's fucked up he doesn't see anything wrong with what he's doing <laughs> because he's just like you know all of this is fucking tally marks on my uh my clipboard Allah says, oh, you're a sick man. 
you sure remind me of someone, and then he leaves. I wonder who he could be talking about. Uh, I know, but meanwhile, the the cave with the kids in it, and Nami and Chopper in the wrong bodies, uh, is under attack by something. We can guess. We'll find out in a minute, because uh, we cut back to Luffy, and he sees some really big footprints. And he's like, that's weird. These are going the direction that we came from. Somehow they passed us, and we didn't notice whatever the fuck this is. And they start to hear some loud attacks coming from behind them, uh, which is, of course, the hideout. These are the two. This is one event. Chopper looks outside, doesn't see anything. And then we see the Yeti Cool Brothers start to ski down the mountain. And they say, so cool. And it hard cuts to the, <laughs> to the eye catch. So I, card cutting to the eye catch in the middle of like dialogue or something is always, like, the funniest thing to me. It's such an easy get, but they rarely do it. Maybe that's why it's so good. It's because they don't overuse it. But anyways, after the eye catch, Brownbeard seems aware of what's going on. He's like, ah, they sent someone here to save me. And here's a... <laughs> I, I love this bit, where Nami tries really hard to shoot a beam out of Frankie's <laughs> It's <body>. really good. <laughs> it, I mean, it mostly just amounts to her doing, like, hand shapes and saying beam beam i think she puts her hands on her head at one point like a dragon ball beam 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 it's so good it doesn't work no uh and chop chopper's big issue is that she's not respecting the beam yeah (laughs) (laughs) she regularly says how dumb freaky stuff is (laughs) she would vaporize this man if she was successful it's way it's maybe one of the stronger things in this pirate crew is that he has laser beams in his body and in the boat it would be easy to to over rely on narratively i'm glad they don't uh but it is you know occasionally useful to like destroy a door but Brownbeard starts to talk about the cool brothers he doesn't know much about them but he does know their names where they were born their whole history whatsoever but not much uh their names are rock and scotch they're very cool and they show up their big their big giant gun kind of slides through the the door nobody notices it but it's pointed at brown beard <gasps> it's gotta be a mistake what a twist we must have misheard them this must uh, they must be pointing at the wrong person but they're like no master told us specifically to kill brown beard <laughs> and they like pull out <laughs> yeah. a snail and like play it back and it's like, yeah, that stupid piece of shit, Brownbeard. <laughs> that's, that's what I was like, oh, he's just an extra bad guy. Because <laughs> like, I feel like, to me at least, it, I don't think they said anything like that, but Caesar Clown was probably like, yeah, play him this clip before you end his life so he knows how <laughs> useless he is before he dies. Uh, maybe. I don't know about that. But I, 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 there's no reason for me to think he wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, if I if I know you're going to die, then I have no reservations about lying to you anymore. Which yeah. is definitely his deal, which is lying to people to get what he wants. We get a lot of sad flashbacks of Brownbeard's like relationship with Caesar and him getting legs from from Law, and it's a weirdly long and like sincere scene. <laughs> For this fucking guy who just gets shot afterwards? Yeah. (laughs) I guess, I don't think it's even trying to be played for comedy necessarily, which is kind of how I read it, because I'm already kind of bought in on Caesar being a bad guy and Brownbeard just not seeing through it, because that's the whole ploy is manipulation. But I I, I do think it is like trying to sell like, 
Yeah, no, this is just how he treats people. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. Is this the last time we actually see Brownbeard? Is he actually... Yeah, he's just As- fucking dead. I guess he's just actually dead. <laughs> F in the chat. Dead for realsies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I assumed, like, even just rewatching it, like, oh, I'm sure he survived that somehow. But as I'm thinking about it now, no, I don't think we talk about him again. <laughs> like, they stay in this room with the kids, and we just don't look at Brownbeard's corpse, I don't think. Anyways, uh, the cool brothers see Luffy coming back over. They turned around. Uh, Luffy, like, shoots over and tries to fight him, but... These cool brothers are really fucking fast, despite their massive size. We should mention one of them is wearing a tie like Donkey Kong. <laughs> just really important. One of them reaches for Nami and just kind of grabs her, and we cut ahead to Luffy out in the snow and Chopper running out and saying, They took Nami! And it's quickly explained that they want this body because of the laser. They don't obviously know that any bodies are swapped. Uh, it makes me wonder even if everyone hears the voice that we hear, or if that's just a narrative convenient device. But it, it, it was very interesting to me, like the like kind of like, I don't know if it's meant to be maybe a little bit an inversion of the whole King Kong thing, because they are grabbing a beautiful woman, but just not in her own body. <laughs> it's in Frankie's body. But they take her for the laser. Uh, Smoker and his squad uh, is approaching the lab area again. Elsewhere, we see Law is walking towards one of the labs. I don't know, there's a big fucking pipe in the wall. And he runs into some of the Among Us yellow people. And they're, I don't even remember what they say. I think they seem to imply that maybe he's not supposed to be here or something. Because he just kind of chops them up into little pieces and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I really missed the, speci- the specifics of that conversation, but I'd argue it doesn't matter. He's up to something. I wonder what. The episode's over. <laughs> 593. I wrote, my first note is, the master is twisted. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> Could not tell you how this episode starts with Caesar, but I wrote, the master is twisted. Um, Luffy runs off to save Nami, and Frankie trapped in chopper's body is like hey that's my body out there i i'm gonna come help you and save it and they're and everyone's like but you can't really control the body you're in right now (laughs) frankie's big idea is give me one of those fucking senso beans that you eat and i'll be great uh chopper's like not a bean but there's they're called rumba balls they're in your pocket right now just make sure you wait to take it at the right time because, you know, you only have three minutes and then you're going to be severely sore afterwards. Also, I mean, Chopper's like, I don't, I don't think you can control it. And Brain's just like, cool. Hope. He just eats it immediately <laughs> and goes fucking sicko in the cave with them. Starts to chase Luffy. There's some interesting stuff here because, like, you know, I would posit Frankie stronger than Chopper. But, like, not at the things that Chopper is good at. So, like... Yeah. His strength in his own body doesn't mean he can control what Chopper does. Yeah. Uh, which is an interesting, you know, putting everybody off balance. Um, Sanji doesn't have that problem, which we'll talk about. But anyways, he, yeah, this is fucking hilarious that he just takes it, immediately can't control it, and just chases Luffy across the, the snowy field. I, I like that, um, that he immediately transforms, and then as he's, like, going into the giant mode, you just hear, like, super deep, super... 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's really it's good. It's very good. Um, I th- I think that's the only time he speaks in that mode, but yeah, yeah, it is interesting to hear Frankie through the monster chopper filter. <laughs> Caesar talks about, oh, good. Once I get that laser, I'll scrap the rest of that body. Don't know how he got Vegapunk's laser, but I'm about <laughs> to have it. Uh, we see the centaurs outside fighting G5, but Smoker showing up. Starts to turn the tide. He's still really good, even though he's in Toshiki's body. Toshiki not so much good at Smoker's body. Uh, she she a couple times accidentally turns into smoke, <laughs> uh, which is funny. And they're sw- they've switched swords, of course. So you see Toshiki running around with her tits out in the snow, <laughs> wielding around the the sea prism stone sword. Before uh before someone that I'm I'm using my galaxy brain like projection because this is the first episode of April right <laughs> I uh, think <laughs> I think so I think you're right about that before, so uh, just in case anyone goes it's like it's not a sword it's it, it, it sword works I know it's like a jute I think is that how it's pronounced J U T T E or jut yeah something so if you think about saying that at the Discord we're good we got it yeah no we yeah I just yeah I just don't remember or care what it's called yeah um, I know it's not I know it has a special name uh, I don't care but it's cool whatever it is. It is. But yes, yeah, so it's Toshigi's body running around, uh, not even cold. That's what I like. Is he he just unfazed by with yeah, no, tits, tits which out cold, I like. nothing. Like well, Sanji's being a big baby about uh, Nami's body, while uh, they're they're completely he's completely fine in Toshigi's body. I'm yeah, cold. I think as much as you know, I don't hate the comedy that is mined out of Sanji being in Nami's body too much. It's frankly prefer it to what we were going through in Fishman Island with Sanji's deal. <laughs> also, it gives us so many weird conversations about gender identity that we've had. Yeah. But I do think if Zoro is in Nami's body, he would be the exact same way as Smoker is right now and just not phased at all. Oh, absolutely. But I, I think that would be funny to have Sanji like horned up and then having to be shot down when he hears Zoro's voice. <laughs> or something and he'd just keep forgetting that that'd be part absolutely. of it too he would absolutely just keep forgetting about it yeah but that's the thing that's sanji's the only person where that would work on because you don't really see uh like i because he's the only one that gets like horned up in the same way like brooke will ask to see nami's panties every now and then but like <laughs> he's also not phased by like sanji being the person there he's like yeah i mean the body's yeah. still hot so um it's a whole fucking mess but anyways a lot of what ifs too many ruining our podcast. So Caesar, the clown, that's, he's not the clown. That's just his last name. Unlike <laughs> Buggy, who I presume is Epithet the clown. Buggy duh clown. <laughs> duh, that's what the D stands for. He has a D. I wish. Uh, Caesar clown says, oh, all these people fighting out there. What a good time for me to test an awful chemical weapon. Uh, he doesn't say that, but he says test something. It is an awful chemical weapon. And he says, uh, you should tell those centaurs they better evacuate if they want to live. I don't think he does. Uh, tell them, because they don't evacuate. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to Nami and Frankie's body. She is going on this tirade like, why'd you kidnap me, you perverts? Uh, I know I have a great figure. I'm pretty. I'm cute. <laughs> Rock and bod. But don't, you know, this is messed up. What's wrong with you? And, you know... She's in, that's coming out of Frankie's body, obviously. The cool brothers are like, 
I don't know what's up with this guy, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, the what subtitles, did they say the dub? Yeah, that's what I, was, I wanted to ask. <laughs> you sent me the, the subtitled version, which is great. The dub is just, they, the one of them is like, this guy is different. And then the other one says, hey, whatever he's into, it's cool with me. But the <laughs> subtitles say, I think this guy's queer. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. The thing that like, and I switched to, I've been watching on VRV instead of Hulu, what I was using before. So I, I know the subtitles are different. Like the tone just feels a little bit different from what they're doing. So I don't even know if it's different for um, like on those subs either. But I did notice because I, I, I've heard Japanese words. So I like, sometimes I'll pick up on them. And uh, he did say Okama. One, 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 which they translated to queer, which is interesting. I wonder if that's just because uh, I also don't know I enough about Japanese. Think it's being used like, as a catch-all, which I yeah. mean, frankly, One Piece in general kind of uses <laughs> that as a catch-all. I, you know, I haven't been paying enough attention to know if I've heard that word once in Wano. <laughs> I might ping the Discord and see if that's still being used, but probably. I, I hope not. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So that's. I mean, I think that scene's good. <laughs> I think it's funny. And we get a little bit like they have like different outlines of their faces. Like Rock has like sort of a normal looking face outline and Scotch looks like he's wearing a gas mask. Um, You can yeah. kind of see like the, their eyes are like shining through, right? Yeah, because one of them. Yeah, they both. The, the thing that like makes it weird is one of them is very clearly wearing a gas mask. And the other one just looks like a big boy. Like <laughs> Also, it's revealed that they're naked. Yeah. In this scene, they like being cool so much that they go out naked in this hellscape of snow, which is, you know, they sometimes get too cool. But uh, weird. They also have fur. What the fuck are these things? They're, I'm kind of terrified to know. Where'd they come like from? Yeti people? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's, this just happened. Sometimes things just happen in one piece, yeah. and I'm like. Too many things matter for that. Too many things that shouldn't matter matter for for me to just kind of let things not matter like the Cool Brothers, which is also why I completely forgot they existed because they don't matter. Uh, maybe they will. You know, maybe episode 1028, uh, they're going to show up at Wano and uh, save Luffy in their, um, uh, I don't know, maybe they have the One Piece this whole time. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, anyways. They have set a trap for Luffy because uh, no one can resist a good pair of footprints leading off of a cliff. And wouldn't you know it, Luffy completely falls for that. Partly because he's running from a giant chopper Frankie <laughs> trying to kill him. And he runs off of the cliff and, uh, oh no, he's falling off a cliff. Hey, there's Nami. Bye, Nami. I'm falling. <laughs> and below them is just a very conveniently set circle of spikes. I've played too many video games because when I think about this scenario of like you're falling off a cliff towards spikes, my first thought is the circle of spikes is pretty small. You could probably just like drift to the left and avoid it, right? Yeah. Can you control? Is that how real falling works? I don't know. I don't think so, but for for these people, yes. I I think if if you're if you're in a magical pirate land, I think you probably can. Probably also like. I don't, I guess it, I don't know what the speed of falling is like, because I know that you can, like, drift if you're, like, skydiving, right? I'm only, I've only seen movies, but I feel like you can move left to right by shifting your weight. Uh, anyways, that's not what Luffy does. He just <laughs> punches it 
He he does gum gum like hockey gatling and destroys the spikes below them. Um, and then he tries to fight the big Yeti men again, but he's still not fast enough, even in second gear, which is concerning. <laughs> it is. Not that this goes badly. It's just like, I guess they're like, oh, okay, I guess Luffy has to fight people who are worth fighting and not too easy now. We'll see the rest of this fight in a minute. We cut back to hell, uh, the Burning Lands, uh, where some centaurs go to a big door and open it. And they're like, I don't know what's behind this, but the master told us to open up this door. And we hear, like, goopy sounds. And by now, we've seen the opening three times. So you can probably assume what it is. Goop monster. It's a a big goop monster. Uh, After the eye catch, we see one of my favorite little moments of this fight. Maybe the only one that's good. Uh, Luffy, <laughs> like, most of it's just like, okay, Luffy's attacking and missing, whatever. But, uh, cool character beat. Luffy thinks back on a piece of training from Rayleigh. And he's like, he's like, uh, he jumps up and does like a, you know, gum gum balloon. And he's like, Rayleigh said I shouldn't just use this attack to blindly block stuff off and shoot it in random directions. I should learn to, like, aim it and reflect it. Uh, which is like a cool, like tiny piece of development to a thing he was already doing yeah uh so he you know he catches a, a big bullet in his in his you know big tummy and rather than it just bouncing off and exploding in the air he like aims it back at the the cool brother and and hits him so that i like that it's a good beat it is it's, it's nice that luffy learns can't i you know of all the people to learn he's <laughs> not one i expect to do it but maybe that's why it's so satisfying when he does. <laughs> Where the someone cuts off the top of a mountain? Who is? Oh, I guess the other brother. Uh, they shoot a mountain, and it the top of it just kind of like starts to f- slide down and fall on them. Uh, the sense of place in this is weak. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, as it's falling on them, Frankie and the giant monster chopper body just kind of instinctually grabs it and chucks it. <laughs> At one of the cool brothers, which is, I think, funny more than anything to watch. Uh, And then Luffy decides to use an elephant gun on Monster Chopper to make him uh, chill the fuck out. Uh, It works. He shrinks back down into baby mode. The, you know, the other cool brother, like, takes Nami and runs. And Luffy's like, I gotta go get her. Good luck, Frankie Chopper. I'm leaving you here to die. (laughs) Just leaves his fucking broken body on the ground. Which, I mean, it ends up being fine, but it's just such a funny turn of events. He's like, I'll get Chopper to fix his own body later. He runs after Nami, but he's not, like, they're so fast. He can't keep up with them, and he's, like, slipping on the ice that he's trying to grab. But wouldn't you know it, someone shows up and saves the day. It's Trafalgar Law. He appears at the right moment and cuts one of the brothers in half and then conveniently the other one's there i that feels like sure why not like i feel like i missed i thought we were just chasing one but now the other one's there law has another attack that he likes it's like a defibrillator shock he like shocks him in the chest and he dies i I don't i don't know i don't get how this works exactly (laughs) you know law's power you it it does do whatever is narratively convenient, but I think so, something like this uh really relies on the fact that it is the op op fruit, like it is a doctor fruit. 
Yeah. It is so it is like yes, he can manipulate whatever he wants in uh you know a particular sphere of space. Uh but also like pointedly as like a surgeon, as a doctor. So him being able to like defibrillate someone to death fits, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. There's other stuff eventually that feels much more like it's breaking its own rules, but this is starting to get there. I I don't know. There's only so much you can do swapping shit around and cutting people in half. It's gotta have other shit he can do. It's just like, uh, like I said, it's it's like trying to figure out Jorno's and Golden Experience's powers. Like, well, it would be cool if we could do this, but I don't want to make someone else who can do it so he can also do it. Yeah, and I'm fine with it. Anyways, Luffy finally catches up and is like, oh, hey, thanks for saving Nami, I guess. My good friend, Law. And Law's like, oh, hey, Luffy. Uh, I want to ask you a, a, a personal question. <laughs> and they, <laughs> Do you like me, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> will, will, will you be my boyfriend? Uh, he walks over to a cliff uh, to dramatically ask him a question. And Nami is here, much like the opening, because this is the scene it's referencing. And he's like, look, Luffy, there's two ways to survive in the new world. You either, you know, join under one of the emperors or you go against them. And uh, I don't take you as someone who's ever going to be under any of them. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay captain. And Law's like, okay, cool. So what if we dated? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not really. He says, hey, if we form an alliance together, we might have a chance to take down an emperor. I have a plan for it. What do you say? It's phrased a little better like that because it works as a good cliffhanger. The way I phrased it does not. Uh, but that is the cliffhanger that episode is, is him asking to, to form a pirate alliance. Now you know why Law is on the cover of our artwork. It's because they're in alliance. It's not just because I like Law. It's, I mean, it's largely because I like Law. But I, I, I figure it's fine if he, if he just likes Law. If he just like Law. Law's cool. I like him. Oh, his wife likes him, so, I mean, he can't be yeah. all bad. I was looking for, like, where the source of that is, because everyone says it, like, oh, yeah, Law sticks around because she likes him so much. But I was, like, <laughs> Googling it, and I was like, I couldn't find it in writing. So I'm like, is that just a thing that we all assume is true now because <laughs> someone said it once? <laughs> or do we have receipts? Um, either way, it's a great narrative, even if it's not true. <laughs> 594. Uh, Nami's like, I don't know if we trust this guy. Uh, <laughs> he switched our bodies around. And Luffy's like, well, big question though. Which are the emperors? <laughs> which one are you, which one is your plan about? And, you know, the sound drops out as Law tells him the name. And, uh, Nami looks fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Luffy's like, "Okay, sounds great." <laughs> Poggers. <laughs> and we cut back to uh Luffy bringing home Law to meet the family. And uh <laughs> wouldn't you know it, they're not really a big fan. <laughs> no, they're not a big fan of a pirate alliance uh designed specifically to go after one of the Yonko. <laughs> and particularly Usopp is scared surprisingly. I think Usopp's like, "Look, I know we all got stronger. Luffy, you're very strong. But I don't think we're on the Emperor's level yet. I don't know if this is a good idea, even with the two of you. And Law, like, lifts up Chopper's body and is like, <laughs> hey, 
someone fix this body. <laughs> so, you know, Chopper in Sanji's body rushes over and is like, what did you do to me? And he's like, <laughs> trying to save himself. <laughs> uh, Robin is concerned, like, look, pirate alliances often end in, like, betrayal. Like, can you trust Law? And Luffy's like, hey, will you betray me? And Law's like, no. And he's like, we're good. <laughs> cool. They're, what a, you know, so like, good. It, it's it's coming. Luffy, like, I, th- I think even without this, Luffy would trust him anyway. Because he saved he's, his life. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, he saved his life. But I think even without that, Luffy would probably trust him. He doesn't give off bad vibes. He does not give off. D- despite the, the knuckle tats that say death and stuff. Mm-hmm. Two death hands. And his uh, less than cheerful demeanor, he doesn't have too bad of vibes. No, his vibes are immaculate, I would say. But also, we're entering in maybe one of my favorite bits of visual comedy that runs through the show is Law being completely unaware of what to do around all of this positivity and happiness. Uh, he is just kind of melting about how cheerful these people and how like silly and stupid these people are. He doesn't realize what he got himself into. <laughs> no, no. Like it, 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 they're, they're like Luffy's like, no, I completely trust you. This is fine. But uh, we help people. So you're going to have to start helping people. And he's like, oh God, oh God, what have I done? Which is great. I, I, I just like Usopp explaining to him like, Luffy, what what do you think it lies? It means we're best friends now. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're good. We're good friends. And also, Usopp explains like, look, uh, <laughs> it was like, let me guess, Law, you think an alliance is when two people come together for a common goal and they like meet in the middle about what to do. And he's like, yeah, of course, that's what it is. And Usopp's like, bad news. Luffy's only ever gonna do what he wants to do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and God, there's so many good faces in this in these scenes as well. I tweeted a couple. Uh, I tweeted, like, Law melting like a candle and uh, Luffy just, like, the brightest, sunniest face, like, baby, baby boy. Conveniently, I also scrolled past some fan art of, like, that where it's, like, emo boy forced to face the sun. Which is basically what uh, their whole dynamic is, but, like, Law wants to be here. That's what's engaging about it is, like, Law doesn't, like, back out after this. He's like, no, no, this is what I have to do. <laughs> uh and this continues to, to escalate too. He uh first he swaps around some bodies though. He's like, let me put some of these pieces back together. So Chopper and Frankie are now in their respectful bodies. Conversation's gonna get a little easier, but Nami's body isn't here. Nope. So she has to, you know, wait in Sanji's body. Cause, you know, she had to go somewhere, right? She's conflicted, of course. I, I like I love Nami and Sanji's body because it makes Sanji look like a, a shoujo character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, the eyes, the eyes do a lot eyes. of work. Like, it makes Sanji look like a completely different character. <laughs> I can't imagine how, like, oh, cool, I guess this plot beat means we have to, like, completely redo all of our reference sheets for, like, ten episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything kind of is tweaked a little bit. Lies like, hey... We should just leave the kids and move on to, you know, our plan that we have in order. This is too much work. Um, he, I think this is where the, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I think he's the person who explains that, like, yeah, the government's been funding giant making science for years. Caesar's probably just trying to beat Vegapunk to it. Uh, it's a shame that these kids got tied into it, but, you know, we don't have time. And Luffy's like, no, I'm not leaving. 
Like, 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 or I think it's like Nami or someone's like, we're going to stay behind and fix these kids. And Law's like, okay, well, is your crew going to be fine without you, Luffy? And when we go and do our plan <laughs> and Luffy's like, I'm not leaving them. We're doing this whole thing and you're helping me. <laughs> I thought that's what this alliance was, was you doing whatever I wanted to do. And then eventually we fight an emperor. And this is, yeah, we, we talked about it a bit ago with uh, uh, the conversations they have. And, and yeah, it heightens here where Law's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go back to the lab and figure out this, you know, if there's a way to undo some of this addiction stuff. Um, they're like, okay, cool, take Chopper's corpse. And uh, they tie him to Law's head. And he is just rethinking all of his life choices. He's like, why did I save him? Why did I <laughs> ask him to be my boyfriend on the cliff? How all this work shattered. I my my cool facade melting away in front of me. Eventually, he takes him off his head. There's a good joke too because like it's Law, his hat, Chopper, Chopper's hat, <laughs> and someone's like, "Why are you wearing so many hats, Law?" Like that's the thing. Like Luffy's just, Luffy is laughing so much in this arc. He finds everything funny, uh, which I love so much. Joy. Uh, before the eye catch, though, we see that the centaurs in the Burning Lands got the big door open. They don't know what the fuck is in here, but uh, they see it has some eyes. Some big eyes are opening. After the eye catch, though, uh, Chopper has now been put in a bag and tied to, to Law's sword, which is a little easier to, to hide him, sneak him in. Uh, Law explains a little bit about Caesar, though. He's like, look, man had a big bounty before he was, like, you know, off the grid. And he has a Logia, so, you know, how many of you idiots have hockey? And there's only, like, four of them counting Law right now. Yeah, that, that I like how they. this is just the first time they've explicitly said, oh, yeah, Sanji and Zoro also have it. <laughs> I don't think they did any of that in Fishman Island. I don't even think they had to use it in yeah. Fishman Island. <laughs> like, I think it's really just the, the Luffy show for, for, for most of it. Um, but he's a Logia, so they're going to need that now. Um, and Law's like, yeah, four people's enough. So their plan is to kidnap him, which <laughs> makes this considerably different from the usual arc, at least a little yeah. bit narratively. Um, it's still going to involve Luffy punching really big, but uh, the goal Thank is God. not just to, to, to beat him and, you know, right all these wrongs. They're also going to kidnap the man. Uh, pirate stuff, right? Yeah. And they're like, I, I think it's Nami or someone who asked about like, you know, is he still worth a bounty? Is this worth it? And Law's like, I'm not trying to get money out of this. I'm trying to cause chaos. I'll explain it later, <laughs> which is great. Um, he's like, just trust me. My plan's great. Do what I tell you to do. We'll be great. Look at me. I'm hot. Would I lie to you? <laughs> with this facial hair? With this, with this fucking chin strap? This guy, I was, you know, I, you know, this, we're recording this after the, the Jump Force stream. Uh, which is going to sound like, of course I am. This episode comes out in April, recording it <laughs> like a week after the stream, though, which was at the end of February. <laughs> and uh, Law has no right being as hot as he is with uh, such an objectively stupid facial hair <laughs> styling. Like, two long sideburns and, like, just a little patch of the, in, in the chin. But, like, when you dye it black, it works. It's fucked up. <laughs> Oda's good at designing characters. I'm going to say it. Even though I've seen a lot of bad ones, he's drawn <laughs> Uh, like Pearl. <laughs> Anyways, outside of the lab, the fight, you know, the weird skirmish between the Marines and the Centaurs is still going on. Uh, we cut inside to Caesar, who is ignoring a phone call. And he's like, oh, that's probably from the Centaurs who are 
drowning in a sea of chemical waste. Whatever. What really matters is that my pet is being let free from his cage. My big, perfect slime puppy. And he names it. It's Smiley. We're going to see plenty of Smiley. <laughs> I'd hope so. He's, uh, we don't, I don't even know if we see him in pure axolotl form yet in these sections. See it, but see it forming like right at the end, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. There's only so much we can fit into a podcast episode. <laughs> and these arcs have so many threads. But in the opening, you see the, the little, what are they called? I don't know if there is gills technically. Like, like the little like whisk, whisker looking things off the front. Let me text Carly. What the fuck are those things called <laughs> on an axolotl? Uh, anyways, uh, I like that it's an axolotl, which we'll you know talk about more in the next podcast episode. But I think it's a cool choice to like of all the things you're gonna make a weird slime monster out of. That seems like a weird pick. Anyways, uh, five ninety five. Wouldn't you? Be- wouldn't you know? Soro, Sanji, and Brooke are not dead. They're awake. And they're running, and they're, like, pondering the existence of the Yeti, which is great. Um, And we flash back to see how they got here, (laughs) which is they question the footprints and, like, start to follow them. And they all get hit with, like, a a toxic gas. What's funny here, to me, is that they describe the effects of the gas as feeling drunk, but Zoro lasts so much longer than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) The man developed a drinking problem over the uh, Look, two it's, years. It's a strength here <laughs> yeah. because he he holds out from the effects of this long enough to uh, to cut some spikes up because that's the exact same trick that the Yeti brothers used on <laughs> Luffy. Uh, push him off a cliff into spikes. Uh, doesn't work here either. And uh, they wake. They know Zora still passes out when they hit the ground. Uh, and when they wake up, it's uh, Sanji who wakes up first uh, to a bunch of Among Us. And uh, he beats the shit out of them. And there's like a stupid line where it's like, they can't even do that. This is just a girl. And then beats the shit out of them all. <laughs> Which I believe Nami, if it was Nami in her own body, probably would have played the same way. Um, because every now and then Oda does let her kick a lot of ass. Yeah. It just like plays, you know, it plays differently when it's like, oh, you can't hurt us. You're a girl. But actually it's Sanji in there. So that isn't true. Which is stupider i think than having uh a girl be what's that like backhandedly shown as smart which is what would have been the other way anyways a lot of stuff does that like you can't just a lot of media i feel like struggles with having women be strong without someone drawing attention to the fact that they're doing it yeah with it's like girls can do that too it's like that uh that simpson screenshot i'm gonna play football what do you boys think about that well, gee, Lisa, that's great. We already have two other girls on the team. <laughs> yeah, like, if, yeah. So there is a Simpson screenshot for just about anything. I'm compl- like, you complain about media, <laughs> pretty much. Like, it's, it, it, man, I, it's a good show. I wish uh, it died like ten years ago. But. <laughs> it should have. Anyways, back to the present. They are running, looking for the samurai again. Bummed out that they had to fucking, you know, they, they, they had a detour. They get to a field, and they're, like, yelling his name, walking back and forth. But the camera shows that as they're pacing around this area, they keep stepping on his frozen head. <laughs> like, it's, cle- it's clear to us that yeah. <laughs> we, we see his, his... That's definitely Kinemon in there, um, who still has not told them his name, but we know it. And, uh, you know, they get him up, they wake him up, and they're like, Hey, man, what the fuck? Make yourself, cl- like, warmer clothes with your power or something. 
and uh, he's like shaking and struggling, and he's like, well, uh, you know, weird thing about my power, whatever it is, uh, I haven't been able to swim ever since I got it, so... <laughs> Uh, I think that I can't do anything right now because my torso is underwater. <laughs> I I like that he he just does not know the rules about his his body. <laughs> Wano is very secluded. That's that's what that tells me is like where Wano is is like very like secret like secluded and no one goes there. Um, especially with uh what's shown with him later, it's probably good that they aren't like doing stuff in the other world because everyone else would get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Wano, Wano uh, is closed off. But he's, yeah, when, once he gets put back together, he does some shit. Uh, anyways, where... Yeah, so his torch is underwater. We're gonna have to go get it. Uh, Sanji says he's gonna kick his ass for not asking for help directly. I guess referring to him walking off on his own rather than asking him to come with him. But up ahead, from the direction of the lake, we see some centaurs running away from something. Gee, I wonder what... <laughs> They, when they recognize Zoro and the group, they're like, hey, they're the people who stole our coats. Let's just run around them. And they just run around them and keep going. <laughs> uh, and they're like, huh, I wonder why they're running from the lake. Wait, and they're like, wait, the lake can't be that way. There's a big red mountain. <laughs> that's no mountain. Uh, that's an axolot of trouble. No, oh, no. I, I worked really hard on that one. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. We go to an eye catch. We come back. I guess Caesar is explaining this. He does a lot of just monologuing <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's like, my pet Smiley was the, is, is the chemical explosion from four years ago. <laughs> you, you think I'm dumb enough to just let, it, let all that gas go to waste? No. <laughs> we need to yeah. kill people. He's like, yeah, I agreed to come here and, like, purify the island. But what I really did was just take all of that poisonous gas and compress it into a baby. <laughs> a big a big slime baby. He explains four years ago, he was developing, a, like, a chemical gas bomb that worked extremely well. <laughs> and when he set it off, it destroyed the whole fucking island. And then, yes, he comes back, compresses the gas into Smiley. That, yeah, just a very convenient scene of him bragging about his pet to Monet, who I'm sure has heard this three, four times. <laughs> Probably. Or at least just already knew based on uh, a reveal we get from Monet later. Uh, Luffy, meanwhile, uh, says, I have a great plan to kidnap the Master Man. We'll see it in a little bit. Yeah, it sure is a great plan. Yep, Luffy. It is, it's pretty good. Back in the fray, in front of the lab, Tashigi uh, is struggling with the smoke powers. She's like, just kind of separated her torso from her legs and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> and they're trying to get into the lab, the Marines, uh, but they can't. We see Law using his power to just like a teleport. Like he just like opens a room, goes as far forward as he can, does that again over and over again. And is Chopper's like, holy shit. <laughs> That's that's the movement tech as uh as Trafalgar Law when you want to speed run is you just use that instead of like running or like moving. You save a lot of frames. Yeah. I have to ask, um, and if it does not exist, why the fuck doesn't exist? I need a figure that's law with his sword and then chopper hanging off the sword. Oh I man. I need it. I need that I think, so bad. I think I've mentioned um my ex got me like some fan art from a convention. I wish I wish I knew who the artist was. Maybe I can do a reverse image search. But I have a framed print on my wall of like Law and Chopper studying together. <laughs> I like mm. because they're both doctors. 
I love anything with them together. Like, like that's a great like figure for for Chopper to look up to. Yeah, I I like I like this pairing a lot, and it makes the um. I know they have like multiple like plushes you can get. That's just Chopper cosplaying as other characters, but yes, the the one of Chopper as Law is even better. Mm-hmm. Because of like that connection, yeah. There's a plush of him in his original outfit, notably from Saba Odi, and then there's also a figure of him in the this this outfit. Oh, yep. I think I found a figure with Chopper hanging off of him. Oh hell yeah, that sweet baby boy. Not a pop vinyl, but pop is in portraits of pirates, which is a name of a line um, that I'm gonna <laughs> send in Studio A text. You have to like scroll down a little bit to find the specific picture, but it's like literally just a tiny keychain. Like this is not to scale chopper, but oh, it's very dang. funny. That that's fun though. Like uh, that. Also, you he does have. Um, oh, I guess those aren't middle fingers. I guess those are. I think this picture just has his hands on the wrong side. They do. <laughs> I I wish I need a figure that's just a law with both his middle fingers up. Hell yeah, he's extremely cool. Is the thing <laughs> he is. Um. Oh, another thing I found is um I found some sneakers that are based on chopper that i just wanted to also show you oh those are good i know you have zoro shoes so i i wanted the chopper ones but they were only in women's sizes because you mm. know men can't like the cute the cute reindeer boy the the, the sizes kind of start to converge around 10 and 11 <laughs> uh, I, I sold I've, I've i sold shoes and there is like a um the, the problem really is is uh women's shoes are if they're I think with I, I didn't go with it because I th- uh, they were kind of framed as like women's like shaped too. Uh, women's shoes are a little bit thinner. I've noticed. From yeah, shoes. It, it's and that's, typically and I have wide feet. <laughs> yeah, there's like I feel like that. I mean, that's a weird like norm of like gender clothing in general because I think there's like also like W sizes in women's shoes where like yeah, it's just the same but like wider, <laughs> which like is. Uh, <laughs> fucked up that you just sent me that um but yeah i you know i've i've bought plenty of women's shoes and i typically just you know i don't really care what it says i just does it fit my foot and look good um but yes that is a a detail of like shopping for when when i worked at uh journeys and would grab like vans and stuff because vans are unisex Mm-hmm. It always felt just dumb. To, it made me realize how stupid and arbitrary like shoe sizes are because it had to list it on like men's eleven, be like women's eight and a half. It's like why not just have a universal shoe size? Yeah. Well, <laughs> gender. Yeah. It's a real gender heavy episode. <laughs> so yeah. So as choppers, like that's really fucking cool. Are you like that? You can just teleport and shit. Uh, they're talking about like going into the lab. Chopper's basically like, your power seems like, you know, a little OP, a little broken. Uh, why don't you just 1v1 Caesar? And uh, Law's like, I can't really talk about it, but um, I can't take him alone. I do need help to, to, to deal with Caesar. You might figure out why in a couple episodes. But as Law is like looking down, uh, he's like nearing the, a lab entrance, like higher up on the mountain. He looks down at the fighting down with the Marines and the Centaurs and... Oh, what's that coming over the mountain range? Something's <laughs> flying in here. Oh, it's Luffy. It is. It's that sweet boy Luffy. I love him. Luffy flies in with Robin and Frankie on his back. I don't know what launched him. Frankie. It, oh, was it Frankie? Like with a cuda burst? They're like flying on Frankie, so I assume Frankie. Oh, they're like... flying. I thought they were riding on Luffy. I must have. 
misinterpreted the visuals. Um, that's how that's what I was re- seeing it as. It's like them flying on Frankie who like launched him there. But maybe Luffy launched them. <laughs> Either way, it, it's, I thought it's I thought fun. Luffy had gone like I thought he was in like balloon mode and they were on top of him. But I could still see Frankie like shooting them with a Kuda burst if that's it too. Either way. The, either way, the three of them are here now, and Luffy shows up and says, Hi, I'm Luffy. I'm going to be king of the pirates, but first I'm going to kidnap your master. Where is he? <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, this causes Law much distress. I, I worked I, I so like long that, in my plan, and he just tweets it out. I like that that Law is, like, stressed out about it, and just like, what the fuck is he doing? And Chopper's like, yeah, go Luffy. He's so cool. Yeah. Well, he is cool. Uh, He's stupid for not... <laughs> keeping secret plan secret but i mean that's what you get for telling luffy the information <laughs> yep uh that's the end of the episode great cliffhanger 596 uh the centaurs are charging at luffy because they're going to protect their master the marines charge at luffy because they want to capture the straw hats so now it's just like everyone's like oh i guess luffy is who we should go at frankie's doing some fighting robin is snapping people in half and Law's, er, and, uh, Law's like, okay, whatever, and just goes inside. He's like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Toshigi, in Smoker's body, is attacking Luffy. And he's like, I thought you were stronger than this, Smoker. What's going on? This is too easy. Do, does, uh, in the dub, does Luffy say Smoker differently? Because the subs were saying Smokey. Was he calling him Smokey in the dub? Yeah, I think or was so. he just saying Smokey? Oh, okay. I, yeah, usually nicknames like that will carry over in some form uh luffy's very casual person (laughs) sure is we we cut back to the cave and see that the kids are waking up again it's very troubling um usopp does the sleep star again but it like takes a couple minutes to kick in which is also worrisome probably won't uh help the third time no yeah that's that's really that whole scene it's just kind of like hey this is getting worse don't forget about it so we go back to the the battle in front of the lab. Toshigi manages to shoot smoke, like a smoke fist with a sword <laughs> in it. And Luffy just kind of like steps out of the way and is like, you okay? You, you doing all right, buddy? <laughs> um, and this is when Smoker runs in into Toshigi's body and starts fighting. And Luffy's like, oh, you're good. I don't remember you being this strong. I remember Smoker being a lot stronger. This is weird. <laughs> and Robin here, with the only person with a working brain cell, is like, Laws probably switched their bodies earlier when we didn't notice. And once Luffy puts that together with her information, he starts to laugh at them. Uh, because he <laughs> finds all this body swapping stuff just very funny. Hey, that's why he agreed to uh, do stuff with with, uh, with the hope that he gets to see more body swaps. Yeah, I wonder if Luffy would, like, I mean, he. we actually do kind of know what Luffy would be like in a body swap because we saw his personality in Oars. <laughs> He yeah. would just try and stretch and not be able to. <laughs> and frankly, I have to imagine be pretty useless. <laughs> at least at this point, I don't know uh, how much of his strength relies on uh, his devil fruit. But anyways, Frankie is preparing a beam to burn down the door so they can get inside because they know what they need to do. I'm sure they'll get inside and it'll be great. Luffy is too fast for Smoker and Toshigi's body and he ultimately is like, hey, um, let's do this again when you're put back together the right way i'd rather fight you when you're at full strength and then just kind of like leaves uh because i mean in second gear it's not even a contest not that i think smoker has a great chance either way at this point but you know you gotta have something to dream for 
So Frankie has melted down the door, and before they can just run inside and take care of business, oh no, um, there is some goo here. Uh, some of the Marines manage to secure one of the ships and like take it out of the dock, uh, so that way they can call it distress signal. I think that's their goal anyway. But before the eye catch here, we see that it's starting to have a bunch of red goo on it. After the eye catch, we see that it's killing everybody. Uh, when they cut it, it just, you know, farts gas at them, poisonous gas, because it's what it's made out of. And uh, they start to merge into one bigger blob, one bigger goo man. And uh, they, they're like, all right, let's burn it, which seems to be working good until the entire <laughs> ship explodes. <laughs> Rip. And uh, all the people on shore are like, oh, man, that sucks that all they're dead, but I guess problem solved. Until, no, uh, some goo lands next to them. Not even, like, you might even think from the explosion, but no, we cut back to the burning lands where we see Smiley in full just shooting his goo all <laughs> over the island. It's, it's, it's discussed here in a minute. Uh, first, we see Zoro just being like, that looks bad, right? <laughs> and a blob lands next to them. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't seem good. They're all pretty calm about it, though. <laughs> Their main focus is, I guess, getting uh, Keenum on his torso back. But back in front of the lab, Caesar has now made his great reveal. He steps outside. He's standing on top of a part of a ship that was destroyed earlier. And he's like, I'm so proud of my pet. Smiley, he's so good. Uh, I, he probably says more shit about, like, I think he mentions that it doesn't like water, and that's why it's doing this. He has to launch himself across the, the big river to come over to the snow side. Makes for good set pieces. And, uh, Luffy's like, hey, I'm gonna beat your ass. And Caesar's ignoring him. He's like, after Smiley comes over here, I'm going to use all of you as test subjects to recreate the explosion from four years ago. So he's got immediate, definable, and achievable goals that are bad. Just for stupid, fucked up, idiot reasons of him wanting to... <laughs> can I do this again? What would happen if I did it again? <laughs> uh, but Luffy just grabs him, so I guess we're done here. Right? That's what happens? Luffy, yeah, like, Luffy grabs it. him and then ties him up and we leave? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I see we have three more episodes to discuss. Um, so... I guess, I mean, I guess we can take the rest of the day off. I guess we're done. Huh, all right. This, um, this is one I was like, damn. They're just saying, fuck you. <laughs> to the facing of this. I'm like, oh, you just see. I didn't think, oh, it was over. But I was like, this this confrontation feels too early. Yeah, I think you, I, I, if, if that makes sense. I remember you tweeting, Punk Hazard says, fuck you to Shonen Pacing. I think it's funny and it still kind of bounces him back because like, Luffy is strong and able to do a lot of things. Like, he's able to just, like, yeah, I just shoots up, grabs Caesar because he wasn't expecting him. He rushes in like an idiot. Uh, but ultimately, you know, this is going to end with uh, Caesar showing how strong he is and Luffy being, like, nerfed for a little bit so more shit can happen. You know, Luffy is going to have to push himself a little bit to, to beat the big gas man. But again, we have three more episodes to discuss. <laughs> Uh, 597 opens up with Brooke talking about his favorite dojin. As we discussed earlier, he's like, I've read about slimes and, uh, they mainly just take women's clothes off and, uh, well, I won't talk about the rest. Uh, and Sanji's like, um, give me that book, please. I'd really like to read that book. They shake hands. 
But um, oh, and also Kingdomon wants to read the book as well. Uh, but first, Sanji is going to dive into the water and find this torso. He takes off. I mean, the he takes off the jacket to do it, which I don't feel like is exclusively for horny reasons. I actually think he did. He did it to swim better. I think so. Yeah. He dives into the water. What will he find? Uh, we'll find out later. But Law is now in the lab. What will he do? <laughs> he sees that Monet is alone. And, he's, and he, like, sets his chopper bag down on the couch. And he's like, uh, I'm going to leave soon. Can I ask you for a favor, Monet? In the hallway, elsewhere. Nowhere near this room. <laughs> and so they do. They walk off alone. I'm sure that'll go great. We'll check in later. Uh, back to Luffy. Um, I like this first little fight he has with Caesar. Uh, you know, he's able to use hockey, so he's able to, like, punch Caesar perfectly fine and, like, grab onto him. It's, you kind of gotta show that to some extent. Like, yeah, like, Logi is just hit different now. Like, they have a different place in the power structure. And it's interesting that Smoker's here, and that's not how we're doing it. (laughs) Um, I guess, I guess you see Smoker... Uh, get hit by uh, Bo Hancock in Marineford, but like a million fucking things happen in Marineford. Yeah. <laughs> seeing Luffy do it, I think, is important to see. I think seeing Luffy throw Smoker is what makes it really cool. <laughs> yes, he does that, which partly, um, you know, Tashiki's controlling the body, so like chances are her uh, ability over hockey is so much lower than Smoker's and. She doesn't have a lot of control over the smoke anyway. But yeah, he, like, when she shoots out that smoke fist, Luffy just grabs the the smoke cloud arm and just, like, swings it. I forgot to mention that, but that is a great point. But yes, I think I think there's a, a value to being like, yeah, you know, he can compete with Lokia in a way that he couldn't before. <laughs> That's important to see him do it. It doesn't, you know, mean he's immediately won, though, because Caesar uh, has a lot of powerful poison gas. He sends a bunch out at Luffy, and Luffy is, like, trying to hold his breath to not breathe it in. (laughs) I like Caesar's bit here, at least in the dub, because he's like, Look, I think you should just take a big whiff of it. It'll be fun. For me! (laughs) And just, uh, I like Caesar. Luffy decides, though, what if I sucked it all up? (laughs) Why not? Yeah, I just saw that, and it's like, why not? He can just uh, blow it away with the with the air. We've seen him do stuff like that before. Yeah, that's like, you know, gum gum balloon blowing it away. That's an idea, but that's not what happens. He, like, <laughs> breathes all of it in through his nose. Some very funny uh, animation in this scene, too. And then it, like, blows out of his fucking ears. And he's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm, like, immune to poison. Yeah. <laughs> must, must have been because I fought Magellan. And Caesar's like, Magellan? His poison is nothing compared to my gas. I just, I, like, the, the, just that quick thing that they set up at the, like, towards the beginning of Fishman. I was like, that guy had poison on so stuff. You get you good? And it's like, yeah, I guess. And then it just comes back here. Fun. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Poison is a big deal for a lot of people, but not Luffy the same way. Oh, man. He could beat Don Krieg even faster now. Oh, man. God, I would love Don... Don Creek should have been a stampede and just, like, died instantly. <laughs> you have him standing next to Wapple and Foxy. Caesar's mad that he... that the poison isn't doing anything. Uh, so Luffy punches him again, and Caesar is like, okay, time for me to pull out uh, fucking my clamshell, my pocket mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, it 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 seems like an instrument of some kind. Like I'm sure there's a name specifically for it, but like Uh, they're called uh, castanets, I think. Castanets. Oh, that's it. Castanets. Yeah. Makes a yeah little clacky noise, and he pulls that out and clacks it, and then Luffy blows up. Uh, so that's bad. Luffy's dead. He's fucking dead. End of show. Uh, oh wait, no, he's not. He's not dead. (laughs) <laughs> the the explosion <laughs> does not stop Luffy, but Caesar's like, okay, all my goop children, go throw yourself at Luffy. So they do. Everyone's <laughs> shocked that they listen to him, which is, I guess, fair to be concerned about. They, yeah, they start to group up on Luffy. Uh, he can't really punch his way out of it. They kind of overtake him. And then that explodes. And now Luffy's dead. Um, after the eye catch, Caesar's like, you gotta respect science! You can't beat me! And Luffy is like, oh, that was close, and then he punches Caesar again. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, oh man, that one kinda hurt, and then he just fucking decks him. And as, you know, he's like knocked down in the ground, uh, Luffy's like, hey, is there like anything around to put him in? (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's a Logia, so we can't just tie him up. And Frankie's like, oh, like a barrel? I'll look for a barrel. <laughs> Which is oh, we did kinda... the last guy? <laughs> Let's do that to him. Yeah, I wish he said that. <laughs> uh, they're looking around for something. The Marines start to move in for understandable reasons. And Luffy, uh, mm, Luffy gets like a thousand yard stare all of a sudden. And uh, something is affecting him now. He like collapses. And that's bad. Uh, Robin flies in with her many arm wings and uh, is, like tries to save him, but then she passes out too. And then the same thing happens to Soshigi and Frankie and then Smoker. <laughs> I guess Caesar won. <laughs> I just recap like 10 minutes of animation in a second by just listing the names of people who pass yeah. out. Because um, it's but... just like extended sequence of just people like, it's yeah. oh, fuck, we got to help Luffy. Oh, no, I'm dying. Oh, fuck, we got to help them. Oh, no, I'm dying now. <laughs> Yeah, it's treacherous. The suspense heightens, but yeah, I mean, everybody passes out. Uh, meanwhile, Law is suddenly starting to like feel pain, and he clutches his chest. Uh, they're walking. He's walking through a hallway with Monet, and uh, he's he starts yelling at someone else. He's like, "Who is there? Who is there?" And an in- a mystery man walks in in a white cloak, and Monet starts to laugh. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. A new character. <laughs> 598 starts with him. He walks in. He has a stake on his face. I, I like oh, oh, I like how, hold on, the, it's 597, and then they're like, they don't show the character. And then the next one is the samurai who cuts fire, <laughs> Foxfire Kinemon. And <laughs> for for someone, usually they're just like, oh, is that the name of the guy who they just showed off? No, not at all. No, no. That's just fun no. to me. <laughs> yeah, I guess that... I don't know how many people would have caught Kinemon's name the one time it said and been like, yeah, that's definitely the samurai guy. But I just kind of told you. Yeah. But yes, the mystery man is not Kinemon. Uh, the mystery man is Vergo, who we, we find out that name I meet, like pretty quickly in 598. Uh, he has a stake on his face that isn't addressed yet. <laughs> not for a while no you know i was what, what they made this like dramatic reveal i was like oh fuck it's gonna be 
it's gonna be someone we know or it's gonna be something like laws i i was expecting because i watched it subbed i like law to be like oh tosan and then it's his dad <laughs> but <laughs> no. no no it's just some guy <laughs> that we have not met just a scary marine who fits into the story well enough yeah but not yeah not someone uh connected to everyone in a very different way. Uh, and eventually we'll adjust the stake on his face. But for now, um, he's like, yeah, Monet is his undercover agent here. Law is like, how long have you been here? Fair go. It, they kind of like, in so many words, reveal that he's like high up Marine at G5. Eventually it's clear. Yeah. But he's like, oh, well, I, I just got here from Dressrosa. I hitched a ride on a boat. Yeah, that that's a good saw. sign. This name that I have heard before. What him coming from Dressrosa? Yeah, that's. What fun. you think? Bad things are going to happen there? Uh, I mean, I, no. You you know from it's only I, the I th- longest. I arc. think I I think when I like when I got to the point where Traf- where Law was like, "Hey, Luffy, want to team up?" and Luffy's like, "Yeah," I was like, "Oh, okay. This is just going to set in stone what the next two thousand episodes are." Basically, I told you. <laughs> I warned you about Punk Hazard, bro! Because, <laughs> like, up until this point, it, <laughs> and knowing, like, names of arcs and stuff, that's just gonna happen because I'm behind of the show, but it makes it extra fucking funny that they're like, you gotta have a new kind of log post for the new world, and then they're like, never Doesn't mind, we have, the, we have the outline for the next, like, <laughs> third of the show series lined up and you don't yeah. need that now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to pointedly say that but I did basically say that <laughs> it's, where it's, it's like just, yeah let's just you know it, we're on rails for a little bit it, it's just a wild ride at this it point because I know that Luffy is in the middle of a conflict with an emperor he fights another one I know they're not going to fight Shanks but that would be fun if like it's like we're going to take down Shanks or maybe it is. And that's the big swerve at the end. But like <laughs> Luffy's like, sure. Yeah. I'll fight Shanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's just <laughs> incredible that there's like, yep. The next 300 episodes are decided. Sorry. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said about like, uh, the, the, the pacing and like the, 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 the story beats of the new world. I know a lot of people, uh, will prefer stuff before the time skip. And I do think there's something to stuff before the time skip feeling, like, progressing just so very naturally. Like, there, that nothing's really on rails until uh, Luffy is launched to Amazon Lily. Like, once he's like, like, Marineford is all, like, gotta save Ace. That's the only really thing on, or I, I, I mean, the, the C train is literally on rails. Like those, yeah. <laughs> but I, I really consider Water Seven and Inus Lobby to be one big arc. Yeah, they they definitely are. Um, even though there is some benefits of looking at them separately for pacing, but they're separate because the arcs are decided by like location. I think yes, more so. Yeah, but like I think there's you know it's worthwhile to be like oh there's you know uh having Punk Hazard set so many things in the motion you know it's it's a little bit less like oh man i wonder what's gonna happen because ultimately you you know what's gonna happen they're telling you (laughs) they're like hey let's team up to fight a warlord uh everything is kind of in service of that goal eventually there are some zags here and there that we'll you know we'll get to um but uh ultimately like i think it kind of boils down to if you like the arcs for what they are and i do i like punk hazard dress rose is flawed but i like a lot of it 
um, and you know everything since. But like, also, I think I'm fine with it because it really feels like Oda's like, I gotta end this fucking shit. Like all these things I want. Like, oh, he's very much a checklist writer. It feels like he doesn't like to leave things not addressed, and he, you know, came up with seven warlords for some dumb reason, and there's, <laughs> he wants to use all of them. But uh, it very much feels like, look, we just gotta get on rails now. <laughs> And we'll start crossing things off the list. We gotta move towards a direction. So, like, yeah, Luffy's been in the the new world. Like, he came out from under the water. He's been in the new world for what six hours? Yeah, let's. He needs to start thinking about Yonko now, <laughs> and he does. And it's all gonna come out great. The thing I, I I think is really cool about this feeling more like they have a goal and knowing that because I'm. This this episode aired in 2013, so it's been eight years. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, is is the thing that makes that interesting is like um, it, it feels there's it's harder. I feel like for it to make sense narratively that Luffy and the Straw Hats can go about their adventure in the same way they did before the time skip. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's the thing. The, the new world of, is scarier. Yeah, not only like because of that, but because of what Luffy did in Marineford and stuff, there's no way he he can just go about his adventure the same way as before. And yeah. th- there's all these different strands and so much of the world has changed that that's just not possible at this point. Mm-hmm. Like that makes that more interesting. Too. So so Oda has to find new ways to to pull shit off because you you can't yeah. have him show up at Thriller Bark or at Inya's Lobby or at Marine Fert and no one know who he is or not think he's a threat. Uh, yeah. You, 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 yeah. So you, you have to have different stuff. That's how you have, like, when he's at Fishman Island, the narrative is based on people knowing who he is and the things he's done. And, you know, even now, too, Caesar doesn't really give a shit about him, but, like, Smoker there and Law there, and Law really becomes, like, this is Andrew's complaint that things kind of become the Law show for a while, which... I don't mind because I love law, but he is very much a narrative catalyst for a lot of what happens for a while uh, through this arc and into into Dressrosa, a large part of Dressrosa. But I like it all, so I have no complaints. We're going to talk about it for the rest of this fucking year, so I don't need to blow the whole load now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Vergo. Uh, Vergo just got it from Dressrosa, and uh, he has Law's heart in his hand. This is the big reveal of like why Law uh, can exactly just do shit on his own right now um i don't think i think he's partnering up for luffy as a long-term goal but uh even still like he can't even necessarily kidnap caesar on his own not that he would be able to get far with caesar in tow on his own either virgo's whole thing as revealed here is just having really good hockey uh he coats a bamboo stick and just beats a lot of shit with it (laughs) Um, but, you know, we'll continue to see Virgo's whole thing be hockey. Uh, don't consider that a spoiler. But Caesar, outside, is reassuring all of his people that everything's going to be perfectly fine for them, uh, which I'm sure is not true. And <laughs> he just announced that he's going to, like, do the chemical explosion again. But he's like, no, nah, but y'all be fine. Zoro, we cut back over to Zoro. He seems nonplussed that all the goo is merging. He's just like, oh, it's merging. <laughs> and he cuts it. And gas spits out, and he's like, oh, Brooke, move! And he dodges, but Brooke doesn't. Brooke, like, gets hit by the gas, and he's like, oh, no, my lungs, they're failing! Oh, but I guess I don't have lungs. So he's like, he's like, I guess I'm immune. <laughs> he can't be poisoned. He has no organs to fail. 
which is incredible. <laughs> a great way to use Brooke's power. <laughs> but then he starts attacking the goo and more gas just pours out and can't really do anything. Zoro and Brooke argue about it. Uh, Sanji, underwater, trying to use observation hockey to find the torso, but he can't. And he, eventually he realizes that it's in a shark's mouth. And topside, Kinemon is uh, screaming in pain because his torso is in a shark's mouth. Back under the water, though, Sanji fights the shark. It's a whole sequence. But he gets the torso, but he's being surrounded by poison in the water. Uh, the shark returns, but it's it dies in the poison. And Sanji's like, oh, shit. It's, it's closing in this much. And here's the thing that I find interesting and underutilized is that he's able to use the moonwalk ability under like for one under the water but two in nami's body and that's how he gets out of the poison in time and i wish that nami just retained that ability i wish like the body swapping allowed people to learn shit from each other in a weird way i i think that would be that if if after after this they they just said something like when nami got back she's like I feel like I could do something new. And then she just kind of like realizes that she could do it because Sanji's like in her body. Yeah, Maybe I, she I, can't I, levitate forever, but just give her a double jump. Yeah. Like I, I would not question it. <laughs> no, but I mean, Nami has to stay in the, the bottom trio of people because one piece is bad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, cause like that's something that feels physical. It doesn't feel like, oh yeah, he can use hockey because it's concentration. Sure. But like moonwalking feels like, a physical ability that Nami's body wouldn't have been trained for the way that Sanji's was. But Sanji can do it anyway. And there seems to be no repercussions either. It's not like he blows out her calves or something. Yeah. But anyways, she doesn't get addicted to smoking either. So I also, I just think, you know, it'd be hot if she smoked afterwards, you know, every now and that, then. That, that's something that this, I've just been thinking Smoking's about hot. recently. Um, it's bad for it's, you. Don't do it. But like that, that's the the biggest thing about it. It's bad for you, but a tot. So like you know, my, scales of I, justice. I, I was having a similar uh, thought of smoking is very cool. Um, it is. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. We're but, not endorsing it. Fucking the DMC five uh, in label on the bottom of the screen. We do not endorse it, but we have to acknowledge it. That that's that's just how I feel playing Yakuza because like every character smokes cigarettes. And it's just every like it's the coolest thing that every time it's like a dramatic cutscene, like someone lights a cigarette or like w- the idle animation for every character is them pulling out a pack of cigarettes, taking one and lighting it like it's so cool. Yeah, it is always cool to see. It is a shame how bad it is for you. <laughs> it um, is. I, I wish they're like vaping is a little is like, you know, better in a lot of ways, but not as cool. I it's wish there not. was I wish they made like cigarettes that don't in any way harm you but are still just as cool but i don't know instead of uh smoking cigarettes listen to the song cigarettes by ajj good song (laughs) good band (laughs) and it makes the greatest point of his granddad died of cancer but he died being the coolest motherfucker (laughs) he ever met that's one of the greatest like intros (laughs) to song ever (laughs) yeah ajj is great we do endorse ajj uh anyways after the eye catch, Kinemon is now put back together. And boy, is he tall. He's taller than Brooke. He's a, uh, he's, he's, he's a Chad. Um, yeah. He, Brooke 5'11", Kinemon 6 foot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more like 9. 
But uh, he gets down on his knees to apologize, which really just puts him at Sanji's height. Uh, he's like, sorry, I was a dick before. I should have just asked you for help. I'm very grateful. And Sanji's like, great. No time to cry about it. We're surrounded by goo. So we're going to have to deal with goo soon. Chopper is out of the bag. He has climbed out of his bag in the laboratory, sneaks around, and uh, finds a book that seems to have what he's looking for uh, about the drug that the kids have. And he's like, now he's like looking for sedatives to counter it. So that's great. I hope I wish him the best. Meanwhile, outside, uh, everyone who was knocked out, which is let's let's see, Luffy, Robin, Frankie, Smoker and Toshigi, they all get tied up. Caesar's like, now let's go get the kids that were taken from the lab. Back to Sanji, though, and Nami's body. Uh, he's mad that uh, his sword friends didn't solve the goo problem while he was in the water. And Kinemon's like, I think by now he said his name. Has he introduced himself? I think so. Yeah. Um, but he's like, uh, good news. I'm so good at swords. I can cut with and through fire. Okay. <laughs> and, uh. He and so he cuts the goo and like it lights up in flames and explodes and then he cuts through the explosion fire. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. I li- like this whole bit has been about like him kind of being a weird idiot they're tagging along and now that he's back together is like oh by the way I'm like super fucking strong. So <laughs> great. And he's like all right so I'm off to save my son. Momonosuke. And Zoro's like hey uh I'm going to tag along and help you because I really want to watch how good you are with swords. He says he always wanted to see a samurai, which further makes me confused he hadn't heard of Wano. I guess it's just like the concept of samurai persists. Maybe that's what he heard about it at, you know, sword school. But Wano is so closed off that you never hear about it in fucking East Blue or something. I don't know. Who cares? One more episode, though. $5.99. We start with Virgo still beating the shit out of Law. Yep. And Law's like, look, there are people from G5 here. You probably don't want to run into them or else they'll know that uh, you're a traitorous bastard. We cut away to a random island in the New World where G5 Marines are all hooligans. (laughs) And uh, some parents run up and are like, hey, our kids have been missing for years. Can you... We don't think they actually died in accidents like you said can you please look for them and the what's i don't know some nameless commander with golden legs is like no we you know we still think what we said is true so we're not gonna look for them anymore stop stop looking for them and they all cry amongst themselves and commiserate we we sure don't think our kids are dead it just doesn't make sense that what one second they were playing out in town and then the next second they were lost at sea and dead. Uh, that doesn't make sense. And they're like, man, we sure don't trust G5. When we were saved that one time by Virgo, we, we could never have believed he was in G5 because he was so good to us stopping pirates. Anyways, you can connect the dots here of Virgo's involvement with the kids. And he's the one that, uh, you know, silenced all the stories when they were reported. Speaking of the kids, they're awake again. They're even more angry than they were before. But, uh, Caesar shows up. So this isn't gonna, you know, this is bad. This is a bad turn of events. He's, he, they're gonna get candy, but that's bad. That's a bad thing. <laughs> In the Burning Land, Smiley is starting to take more of a, a shape and launching more of itself over at once. Uh, Zoro's team is just running away from it. 
we cut now inside of the lab where Luffy, Law, and everyone else that was captured and tied up is in a cage. And uh, Frankie is sleeping on Robin's lap. And man, I wish that was me. It's, uh, they're married. It's just such a good visual. He's the only one who hasn't, like, woken up, but he's just, like, she's just resting his head on her lap. <laughs> and, uh, dramatically, Monet and Vergo enter the room before our final eye catch of the podcast episode. Outside, the Marines still can't break into the lab. And let's go back to the cage room, which is what matters here. Monet finally points out that Vergo is wearing his breakfast. It's like, hey, did you have steak for breakfast? And he's like, I sure did. It's my favorite. <laughs> How did you know? And she's like, you're wearing it. And he's like, oh. And then he takes it off his face and he finishes it. Um, and this is just a bit Vergo has of wearing whatever he ate most recently. It's really <laughs> great in Pirate Warriors 3 because it kind of just spawns a random food on his face. <laughs> Hell yeah. Great commitment to bit. And uh, he's here because he wants to see whatever Caesar is working on. Smoker, of course, you know, being under him uh, uh, in the G5 unit is like, why do you, like, do you not care if your soldiers out there die? And he's like, no, of course not. Uh, why, why, why would I? Do you, why did you, have you not read the room yet? <laughs> Here's my favorite part of the scene, maybe one of, maybe the second favorite from how it ends. Robin's like, this sure brings back memories of Alabasta. Smoker and Luffy trapped in a cage. Yeah, she's just like, this time I'm going to be trapped with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I just I just like that little, you know, it's they laugh about it. It's funny. Uh, meanwhile, Smoker and Toshigi are having like an actual crisis that their boss is uh, <laughs> as bad as the rest of their unit that they're trying to make better. Uh, the whole thing's corrupt. Smoker, just effect. Become a straw hat. I don't no, think they he ever need will, a logia. <laughs> yeah, on. they need one. Yeah, yeah, they do need a logia, and I don't think Caesar's gonna turn out to be a good guy. <laughs> uh, Enel, he'll come back from the moon and be like, "All right, Luffy, I'm a, I'm in your crew now. Please, please, Enel, <laughs> we need it." <laughs> and Luffy will be like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I yeah, will he? Uh, that's a good question. Would he remember Enel? <laughs> Probably. I think so. Vergo's like, "Yeah, I'm the one who suppressed." The abduction report, Smoker puts it together, and Law explains, Fargo was a pirate from the start. He joined the Marines on Joker's orders, and, you know, he just worked his way up because he's really loyal to the, the cause. And I like this phrase, the underworld broker Joker. <laughs> just good. <laughs> um, Vergo crushes his heart because he's talking too much, and Luffy's like, wait a minute, who's Joker? I don't know him. And Law's like, actually... You do know him. I used to work for him. It's just a code name that is used. You know him very well. His real name is Don Quixote Toflamingo. <laughs> He's the Joker. I, you called it. You called it ages ago. And I was like, you're right. You're way more right than you know. He is the Joker. <laughs> I, I, I was so happy last time when you were thinking that maybe Vergo was Joker. Because I was like, good. I, I, I don't want you to think that Doflamingo is Joker, even though I have in so many words told you he is. You know, th there was part of my brain because I was like, I, I heard, I saw some stuff that like people in Kaido's like ranking are uh, named after like cards. Oh, yes. no, it's yeah. is it cards or chess? Uh, it's, it's cards, um, because yeah. it's, like, Queen, so, Jack, and... Okay, uh, yeah, so there's, like, Joker. part of my brain was, like, if they're doing, if they're setting a fucking Kaido stuff that's, like, 400 episodes in advance, I that's mean, insane. 
I mean, I, I, there's there's a little bit that I know has got to come up, but still, like, yeah. technically, I mean, yeah, the the wheels have, are in motion forever. Before we do our wrap up stuff, I have a gift for you, Jory. Oh, you have a gift for me? I have a very important gift to you. I've been waiting for this day. Is since that the a... pinned message? Yes, that... <laughs> yes. Please, please, please go to the We Are channel in the Discord. Open up the pinned messages. You'll see a spoiler image from Andrew, our good friend. Please look at it. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this day. Uh, I need to. I need to respond to. You're gonna reply to it and let everyone know how far ahead we're recording. <laughs> With the very good emote. <laughs> Great. Oh yeah, I love that emote. Oh, well. Uh, incredible. Uh, if you haven't no, I hope listeners, you also went and looked at the image. If you don't know what we're referring to, if you're not in the Discord. It's still gonna be pinned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm never gonna pin this. This is. This is a great piece of art that Andrew has gifted us with from uh, uh, last October. <laughs> it's how long <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to reveal it to you that, yes, uh, Doflamingo has been the Joker this whole time. <laughs> That's why he's in the opening. I can't believe it that he's involved. He's been in the op- he's been at openings, but he didn't show up ho- a whole lot. So <laughs> Yeah, but Marineford's different, right? Like, he's there. Yeah, sure. He's one of many players. Um, whereas now it's like, oh shit, I guess the plot is really, uh, gonna take some, some focus on, on him soon. And yeah, he's the underworld broker Joker. Also, you know, we're kind of caught up in Doflamingo as the Joker here, but law does say that he used to work for him. That's important Mm. to, to hold on to, I suppose. But as I said, yeah, law is a a narrative catalyst for a while. And, uh, I like it. I sure hope you do, Jory. (laughs) But you were almost uh, over 600 episodes. This is 599, so we're we're making our way downtown. It is. It's Walking fast. Almost 400 left to go. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think well, I mean the show will hit 1000 before we catch up for for like guaranteed. Um because <laughs> I think I'm like 990 something right now. Uh we're in the 960s. Um oh, I have okay. like I'm like 20 behind in my own personal watching. Ooh. Partly just because, like, I, I think I said this before, like, when we record, I'm not in the mood to watch a new One Piece. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I'll probably start watching again, like, Tuesday or something. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think we're reaching what I was watching when we started the podcast. Or, we're past it. It feels like, I, I have, like, memories of watching this stuff in the apartment around the same summer that we mm. started the podcast. Feels weird that we've been playing, or we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> And we're like, hey, yeah, I guess we're nearing the sort of the recent stuff as we're in uh, episodes from 2013. But yeah, next time we'll uh, we'll break 600. We'll talk more about uh, about Punk Hazard. Maybe Smoker and Toshiki will get their bodies back. Maybe not. Who could say? Will we find Momonosuke? That's important. Also, I think it's funny that this uh, reveal of Joker is what made you concerned about Kaido's setup when we talked about Wano a bunch last time. <laughs> like, See, the, the, like, well, it, it was just more of, like, because just keep mentioning Joker, I'm like, I, I saw this stuff about cards. It was just more of, like, oh, ha- how much of, like, a through yeah. line is it, like? 
I guess you'll so, have to wait and see. Yeah. And I'm really excited to hear what your predictions are for next time, which, as always, will be how we end the podcast. But first, you must sit through our plugs, which means I get to say, Jory, where could people find you on the Internet? Real quick, I'm excited for like when the show ends, oh, sure. and then I have to give my pred- predictions for next time when there is no more two one piece. piece. Two, you can predict. Two you can predict two pace. Two piece. Yeah. <laughs> two pace. Two pace. <laughs> um, you can find me online at uh, Twitter.com. No, I'm Jory. That's really the only spot you're gonna find anything like really interesting of mine. I have like other stuff that I'm on, like Facebook and Instagram and things like that. But I don't think you want to like go there uh (laughs) not only because i don't use those a whole lot lot but because i don't know those aren't fun websites to use you can you can find me it's at no i'm jory on twitter you can find me in the orange groves discord it's i'm jory and then parentheses gun that's you know it's my good post in the discord uh just in case i don't think there's been a problem with other jories joining the discord i think someone would alert me if if someone was like welcome jory Everyone would probably, like, (laughs) at me and be like, what the fuck? Oh, now I want that to happen. (laughs) Do you think we've ever, like, put off a listener named Jory like they didn't feel welcomed because of the bit? I hope so. Uh, I'm legally obligated to say I don't hope so. (laughs) But, haha, funny hypothetical. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I suppose I should plug my stuff. Probably a good idea can find me on twitter at ghost of joe ghost of jo i'm going to presume i my plan is to by the time this episode has come out uh have started releasing some of the stuff that i'm writing i'm working on a project that is uh way too big as is you know part of my brand uh but i was like what if i wrote an essay about every single movie that the disney animation studio produced so hopefully i'm releasing those by now uh, i'm hoping to start by the end of march um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, I'm not planning to talk about Kingdom Hearts once in it, the whole thing, but, uh, cause that's also another part of my brand, but I'm just very interested in like the evolution of their feature films over time and all the various places they've struggled, even though they kind of treat their canon as like this, uh, perfect thing, <laughs> but don't talk about Trick and Little. Hmm. So, you know, we'll get there, but Every time I plug this, I forget to say what the project is called, but it's Make Mine Movies. It's named after a movie no one has seen. Uh, but you can also go to ghostofdo.com to read these. Search Make Mine Movies in a podcast app or Spotify if you want to listen to audio versions of me reading them. Uh, thank you if you check them out. Uh, it is not a podcast. They are essays first. I'm just, I'm just making it easy to, to get a hold of. Make an audiobook version. Uh, basically. I mean, once I've written 59 essays, I basically have written a book, so... That's true. Uh, publish me once I'm done. That's it. That's... Oh, I guess got it memorized, yeah. I plug that every fucking episode. But yeah, uh, if you want to hear a bunch of audio that gets cut out of this fucking podcast, uh, go to theorangegroves. Or, fuck. Go to patreon.com slash theorangegroves. The $2 level, you're gonna get a lot of cut content. Um, there's a bunch of stuff from this show. Usually they... I wait too long and I end up being like over an hour because we just will talk for a long time before or after episodes. Uh, but there's also stuff from other podcasts up there too. And the $10 tier is going to get you some extra bonus episodes, mainly of Champs in the Making. I, as of recording, just put up a fun episode that uh, was me, Jory, and Riley. Um, that'll be a month old by the time this is out. But 
yeah, those are coming out like every Sunday now, which is great. Uh, really making the gap between the Patreon feed and the public feed uh, bigger and bigger as much as possible because uh, it makes people want to subscribe to Patreon and support the whole network. And I really appreciate everyone who does. Uh, go to theorangecrubs.com, check out a show if, you, if you're in the mood for something new and haven't. Uh, you can use the, the, the links on that page to, to find the Discord that we mentioned earlier, bottom of the page. Uh, also, you can support this show directly and keep our two-episode-a-month pace uh, if you go to patreon.com slash wearewatchingop. Everything is at the $1 tier, but really appreciate everyone who, who gives more. It means the world to us, and again, it keeps us going at this pace. Thank you to our April Fools, I mean, patrons. Does that mean? It, it was a joke. It was, this episode's coming out, like, on the 7th, so... <laughs> or the 9th in the public feed. But thank you to our patrons who support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash WeAreWatchingOP. Thank you to Adam B., Adam W., Andrew, Anton, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon. That's so much, that's endless amounts of moon. Eric V., Gage, Hayden, Hay, Hay, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie's is, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, McFoley, 299, Minty, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Riley, Roger, Ryan, Stella, Stephen, fuck, I always do this, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Veda Key. Thank you. I think this month will be our commentary of Film Z. Last month, we will have already done the filler arc in Glorious Island, so this month we're just going to sit down and just have a movie night, and uh, it's going to be great. Who will be there? I'm sure Joy will be surprised by the number of people in that movie. Is it uh, Stampede the prequel? Um, I think I remember it being better than Stampede, but I have not <laughs> seen it in a long time. Z is actually mm. like the one that I own physically, weirdly. Um, I think it was just on a good sale at Best Buy when I worked there, but I never got around to buying gold, which I might before the end of the year, even though I'm sure I'll watch it on my computer uh, when we do the recording. So um, anyways, getting ahead of myself, I'm excited to talk about all of the same shit we've been talking about in this episode for the rest of the year as we swing into Dress Rosa. But uh, for now, Jory, I get to ask you a very exciting question. What happens next? Oh shit! Okay, so all the uh, all the straw—not ha- all the straw hats are captured, but um, m- a good amount of the straw hats are captured. We're gonna what? What's gonna happen is inside Chopper's Chopper's book that he found that's about drugs. He's gonna find the uh, defeat Caesar clown drug in there, and <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make a, a concoction drink to give to Caesar Clown and Caesar's gonna be like, when did we get a, a raccoon butler? And he's gonna go, oh well, time to drink my favorite drink. And then he's gonna drink it and then he's gonna go, mm. oh shit, why did I make the recipe for the knockout Caesar Clown drug? And that's how <laughs> they win. <laughs> Incredible. Somehow while I was listening to what you were saying, I gazed into the abyss and I was like, what if Chopper mixed up the same drugs as uh, Cranky Kong and DK64 <laughs> and drank that, and then he could learn to like ground pound? Oh, that'd be cool. That's what he should do. Um, if only they had a scientist on the crew and a Logia user. Anyways, uh, that's the end of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you for listening, and until <laughs> next time, to be continued. <laughs>on our show, Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, we highlight the best... Not the best. We highlight the most thrilling... Uh, not that either. We highlight... Anime? Yes! Odd, amusing, and oddly amusing anime from Japan and beyond. Semi-deep dive discussions, dated references, weep shit... We got it all. Who are you people? You got anything with cat ears? No, forget the cat ears. I want broken mama's boys.